And we're back, everybody, for another episode of the Here We Go Brownies podcast. I'm Allie Heisong out here in Derby, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Joined with me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, my wonderful co-host out in Boise, Idaho, Dustin. How the heck are you? Allie, I've looked at my phone for the last 14 days, and it has three digits in front of it every single day. It's hot out here. I almost was like... I got to support Miles tonight, but it's like, a, it's going to be 106 this weekend. Stupid yeah. weather. Um, but you know what? It could be worse, right? I could have a hurricane coming at me or something like that, like some other folks do. But hey, I would just take 90 at this point. 90 would be awesome. But no, everything's good, Allie. It's been a crazy week. Uh, hot, hot work, you know, everything's been good. We're good. Awesome. Yeah, same here. As you can tell, uh, guys, this is not my typical background. Uh, so bear with me. As you know, I'm sure I said it a million times that I've moved. Um, so I've uh, downsized a little bit. And I'm still trying to figure out what I'm setting up as my studio. So to our uh, to those of us on the stream, sorry about my suitcases there, but deal with it. I'm also having some technical issues as well tonight. Uh, my my uh, old computer went out on me so bear with me uh bear with us as always but we've got a fun little jam-packed program for you it's going to go a little bit longer than did last week uh, last week we only went 45 minutes with uh fullback johnny stanton on the program uh but tonight we're going to take it a little bit further and have a little bit fun on the program so before we get into it i want to encourage all of you to participate uh please drop your comments questions concerns uh we'll get to that as it comes through Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, do all that fun stuff on all the socials. Uh, and of course, check out our website at herewegobrunnies.com uh, to, to just get the exclusive content of all of our sponsors and of us, of course. Uh, so Dustin, with that, let's get into it here. So what we're going right. to do tonight, what we're going to do tonight is we are uh, going to do a Browns offensive only draft. It's going to be a five round draft. Dustin and I are going to go back and forth. I even have a handy dandy quarter here to determine who gets to go first. Um, and I want to give credit to uh, the Orange and Brown Talk podcast, Dougley, Maurice, Mary Kay. They did this. I'm st totally stealing this from them. So uh, giving them credit. And it was just a really cool conversation that they had. I'm like, well, that'd be fun. Uh, Dustin and I are going to do that. So uh, we are taking it from them, but we're going to put our own twist on it. We're going to uh, dive into each player. We're going to just kind of have some fun. And, you know, who doesn't love Allie and Dustin going head to head? So what this is what this is going to look like is here in a moment, we are going to select who is going to take that first selection um, and really just think of it kind of as a snake draft uh, that will be about five rounds. So essentially, we're going to have uh, 10 players and we'll each get a bonus to add to an 11 man uh, offensive roster. The overall goal is to have a well-rounded team. So you don't really want uh, Nick Chubb playing quarterback for you as much as we all love to see that. So ultimately, the goal is to have the best overall offensive squad. Uh, and then we will uh, tell you guys how to vote on who had the best roster and then join us next week as we do the same for the defense. So it's going to be fun. A little interactive. So, um, well, I, Dustin, think, I, think we, I think we can give a prize away. Um, I think we could. In that contest, yeah. Yeah, I think we absolutely could. Uh, so stick around to learn how to win some prizes. Um, but before we get into it, Dustin, how about you tell our listeners about that beautiful backdrop behind you? Well, that is from our great friends at Gutterpee. Um, of course, Allie with her move. Let's just be honest, everybody, moving sucks. Um, yeah, it does. But our good friends over at Gutterpee were nice enough to provide these for us. At some point, Allie will have her beautiful one behind her when she's all settled in. Uh, but thank you to Andy and the folks over at Gutterpee. And by the way, you can get one of these bad boys uh, for any occasion. Uh, 
tents that he builds. They're amazing. You can do it for your birthdays, for those Browns tailgates, the Muni lot, or a business function. Uh, and he's a Cleveland-owned business, so go support him. That's at gutterpe.com. Yeah, you heard it here. Also, a beautiful hat Dustin has on his head and a beautiful shirt that I have with a stain, of course, um, as always, on my shirt. And you can get your official Here We Go Brownies podcast hat or t-shirt. Now that I've called attention to my lovely stain, everybody's going to look at it. So please don't. <laughs> please uh, do not. Uh, all right, guys, let's go, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into it. Dustin, I'll, I'll give it to you. Heads or tails, sir? Heads to win, Allie. It's always heads to win. Yes. Okay. Sorry about your luck, but it's tails. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, I will be taking notes here. So if you see me looking down, I'm just jotting down some notes. So correct me forgets. if I'm wrong. We cannot pick the same player, correct? Correct. Once yes, correct. So okay. once that player is selected, I will be taking them off of the board. That way, if one uh, of us says Baker Mayfield twice, um, we're going to get called out. Uh, so on that, I have the first pick in the 2021 Allie Dustin offensive draft. Uh, and with that, I actually am going to take Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think he is far and away the easiest choice on this. Um, I, I think the offense stems from and around Baker Mayfield. Um, now, I'm not going to go as far as saying the offense can't function without Baker Mayfield, because I think that mm -hmm. the Browns are very, very lucky in the sense that they have probably the best backup in the league in Case Keenum, who knows this system, who knows this offense. So I would think in the event that something were to happen and Case had to step in, those Super Bowl aspirations don't go away. Now, I think that there are some other players that if that were to happen to, that yes, Browns aren't looking so hot. But Baker Mayfield is the most valuable. But in the event of, of an emergency, I think Case could step in and be very, very serviceable. So with that, I am going to take Baker Mayfield for my personal draft. Uh, I would love him to be leading the way on that. I, I think that this is far and away the easiest one for me. Uh, so I'm going to take Baker here. All right. Well, my turn. Let's see. With that, Allie, I'm going to go. Uh, we're a run-first football team, so with that, yeah. I'm going to take the mighty, mighty Nick Chubb. Okay. Brings a lot of versatility uh, out of the backfield, dominates football games, um, number one down back. Uh, overall, the best running back you can probably have, probably arguably one of the best running backs in the league, probably top three um, on any given Sunday. So with that, Allie, I am taking Nick Chubb with my choice. No, I like that. I, I think I think Nick Chubb, the only thing missing in his game is his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield in a very high level. Now, I think when you take a look at Kareem Hunt and what he's able to do, he's kind of your stereotypical third down back because he does offer that kind of elusiveness and versatility. But when you take a look at Nick Chubb, he's everything you want in your starting NFL caliber running back. He's got everything you need. Uh, quite frankly, I think he is the most pure runner of the football that I've seen, that I've seen. Uh, I think he's that good. I, I'm jealous. I envy you that he is on your roster, but I think that's a great pick. And breakaway right. at the next yeah, level. His, his explosiveness, uh, let me add this to here. You got Nick Chubb, my man. Okay, I like it. I do, I do. I'm jealous. I, I love Nick Chubb. 
Um, I think he's, I think he's the best, uh, but if he, and I think he's going to spend after that Kansas city game, he had a couple drops. I think he was just beating himself up over that one uh, over the course of this off season. So I do think that as we go into this 2021 NFL football season, then we will see Nick Chubb definitely being able to catch uh, a couple more balls out of the backfield. Um, this is where it kind of gets interesting because you know, I love the offensive line and, and I'm not diminishing our skill position talent at all whatsoever. Uh, but as you've said many, many, many times, football is one in the trenches. Uh, so with that, and you know what? I, I, I truly believe that the Browns have the best offensive line in the NFL. Um, I, and I don't really say that lightly. I really do believe that they have far and away the best offensive mm-hmm. line. Yeah. And that's why this is a really hard decision on who to pick first from that offensive line. Because if you take a look around at every single position, you could say, well, they're the best at that position in the division, or they're the best at that position in the league or whatever. So uh, this is where it gets really difficult because, but I'm, I'm gonna go tackle here and I'm actually gonna go Jack Conklin on this one. I'm gonna go Jack Conklin because I think he's probably the best right tackle in the league. And I'm going to take his versatility. Um, I'm gonna take his versatility here. I think he's so serviceable. I think he's so, you know, the, the, my favorite thing about Jack Conklin last year is you didn't hear his name very much. And that's what you want in your tackles. Now, Big Jed, he had a couple of rookie mistakes. He's still learning. He was he was swapping uh, to from right tackle to left tackle. So there's some ups and downs there. But with with Bill Callahan, this offensive line, I'm going to go Jack Conklin here. I, I think having that structure, having that sustainability in him is is going to boost my roster. So I'm going to go Jack Conklin on this one. Okay. Well, you know, that's that's a tough one, Allie, because you're only as good as your offensive line, right? Yeah, yeah. So with that said, I'm going to go with my next pick will be one of the most underrated players in all the NFL and a steal when we got him. I'm going to go with Wyatt Teller, the guard, Mm. is going to be my next pick. You know, Doug Marie said something on, on the Orange and Brown Talk podcast that I thought was really interesting. He said, Wyatt Teller is probably the best right guard in the league, but probably the fifth best offensive lineman on the Browns roster. <laughs> but that's not that's not a discount no, no, to, no, to Wyatt that's Teller. Just, yeah. That's a testament to everybody else or to the, the Absolutely. entire offensive line. Right. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Wyatt Teller this offseason. Um, you know, there's some rumors right now about his extension, his future here in Cleveland. Um, I like it. He's absolutely dominant in the run game. But if I've got Baker Mayfield on my roster and we're dropping back to pass, I want that pass protection. And with that, with my third pick, I'm going to take Big Jed. Um, I'm going to solidify the two tackle spots. Absolutely. Uh, Jedrick Wills, I think he was like 22 overall in the all at uh, all of the offensive linemen in the NFL last mm-hmm. year in pass protection yeah. uh, for eligible pass protectors. So I'm going to take Jedrick Wills. I just talked about his 
adversity in terms of switching from right tackle to left tackle. But I think coming into his second year, he's going to solidify that position. He is going to create that protection for Baker Mayfield. So I'm going to anchor down both sides of the offensive line. I'm going to take Big Jed here. Uh, I can see where you're going, though, with Wyatt Teller. You have Nick Chubb, number one overall. You're going to take that, that run game. Uh, that's exactly what Wyatt Teller does. He, he solidifies the run game. He creates those walls. He creates those gaps. Uh, but I'm going to take Jed here because I plan on passing the football a lot. All right. All right, uh, real quick, yes. uh, Dustin, before we head into the second round, uh, why don't you tell our listeners about our new sponsor? So, yes, we have a great new sponsor, as you all have probably seen online. Allie and I are part of this big event August 8th in Cleveland, and the great folks at Orlando Bread have been so kind to donate all the buns for the event. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to have uh, five-star meats there as well. Um, so we... We really appreciate our new sponsor, Orlando Bread, but they are going to provide all of the buns for our event. So that is so nice of them to do that for our event. So oldest bread company in all of, of all the Cleveland area. Pretty darn cool. Uh, all right, let's head into our second round. So Dustin, with that, take it away. Well, got a runner, got my teller. What do I need? I need stability and sure hands. So with my next pick, I'm going to take wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Interesting that you take him over Odell. What's your reasoning behind that? Um, my reasoning is versatility. So, uh, you know, he can catch the short ball. He can catch the long ball. Um, he's kind of sure handed. He never drops the ball. I mean, he's just, he, I mean, he just never drops the ball, and if he does, it is rare. So I just want that stability of the wide receiver. Um, he's also healthy. You know, he stays pretty healthy. And so I just want that solid guy. Um, so I'm going with Jarvis Landry. It's really interesting. Um, uh, Mary Kay made the point on that podcast, uh, Doug Astor. He goes, you know, because she took Odell over Jarvis, uh, just based off of his ability to, uh, you know, uh, just – be electric and be explosive down the field as a downfield threat. But he asked her, is there any instance where you think that people would take Jarvis over Odell? And she made a really good point. Yes, absolutely. If we know anything about Baker Mayfield. Now I know you don't have Baker Mayfield on your roster, but let's say you did. If we know anything about Baker Mayfield, it's that he likes guys who run very specific routes that he can count on. That's exactly what Jarvis is. Now, Odell can be that deep threat. He can be electric. He can be explosive. We saw exactly what he did in Dallas. I mean, he just won the game for us. He's, he's just completely dynamic. But Jarvis, you know where he's going to be, when he's going to be there, how he's going to be there, and you know Dan Molly's going to catch the football. Correct. <laughs> so I, I, I probably would have taken Jarvis as well. I think that's, I think that's smart. I like it. Um, I'm here for it. Uh, I'm going to take it a step further in solidifying. Now, maybe my my roster is not too fun right now, uh, but I'm going Joel Batonio. Joel Batonio, excuse me. Um, I think he's probably one of the best guards in the National Football League. So for me to have Jack Conklin, Jedrick Wills, and Joel Batonio, I feel very confident in their ability to protect Baker Mayfield right now. Now, I know and understand that he's not throwing the ball to anybody right now. I don't have any skill position talent. However, football is one in the trenches. Now, last year, we talk about how good this offensive line was. Um, and, and right now, we're four out of the five off starting offensive linemen have, have, all go, have all gone. But they didn't face a lot of exceptional 
uh, defensive talent. Thinking about uh, the Steelers sat a lot of their guys uh, in the final final game of the season. Um, right. You know, when J.J. Watt was in town, it was, you know, kind of an injury. Chase Young went off with an injury. We didn't face the Boses last year. So going into this year, there's going to be a little bit more of a test as to what's going on with this offensive line. Now, with that, I still think that they're the best in football, but it's definitely going to be a little bit more of a test this year. So I'm going to go Joel Petonio on this one. I'm going to, I'm going to solidify my offensive line. All right. Well, all right. Number uh, your number four player on your roster, Dustin. Well, Allie, I'm going to come back. You know, it's almost like a little, you know, like it's like a block here, right? I got to block this to block that, right? So with that said, Allie, I'm going to mm-hmm. just finish this up and it all starts in the middle. If the ball's not snapped correctly, if the cadence is correctly, you need, you need stability there as well. JC Treader going with the center as my next pick. You got to have that stability, and it all starts with that anchor on the offensive line. So with my pick, I go with JC Treader. Yeah, um, definitely not the sexiest pick, right? Like when you have no. a, when you take a center, it's not always going to be like, oh, they went out, they got a center. <sighs> nice. But you recognize when you don't have a good center, how detrimental that can be to your overall yeah. play. Yeah. Right. Hey, hey, why don't you ask Big Ben how that works? Yeah. The, the playoff game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but I mean, they did have, it was, it was Marquis County. Like he's one of the best, was one of right. the best centers in the league. But if you don't have a good one, once that took off over his head, the game is essentially over. Yeah. Right. Um, so yes, look, I, I don't disagree with you. I was wondering where he was going to go. I think this is definitely an appropriate time for him to go off the board. Um, JC Treader has been, again, when I talk about J- Jack Conklin, you don't hear a lot about it. That's a good thing. Same with JC Treader, uh, president of the NFLPA, take that for whatever it is, but he does provide that veteran leadership. He does. He's kind of, I, I would say the quarterback of the offense when Baker Mayfield's not out there because he's that leader. He can see it all. He does it all. Um, you know, Baker wouldn't be Baker and this offense wouldn't be this offense without JC Treader. Right. All right. Uh, next up on my list. So I've got Baker, Jack Conklin, Jed Wills, Joel Petoni. It's time for Allie to add some offensive talent here. Uh, so I think it's time for Odell Beckham Jr. to go off the board. And I think this is a great time for him to go. I'm surprised he didn't go sooner, to be honest. We talk about Jarvis and why he went first, and I totally understand why you did that. But I wanna talk about a, a little bit of his potential mm-hmm. and really what he brings to the table this season. Now, I think if we take a, a look at last year and the year prior, last year with the injury, the year before that, that was just, an entire debacle but going into this season he has that chemistry with baker mayfield he's coming off of a huge injury and i don't know if you've seen his videos but he looks pretty darn good another year of understanding in this kevin stefanski offense and kevin stefanski now knows how to use him a little bit last year especially at the beginning of the season i i think we would be silly to say that kevin stefanski wasn't trying to kevin and baker weren't trying to force him the ball even just a little bit even just a little bit. I think this year he can beat the weapon that he is without the fan base saying, why doesn't Odell have the ball? I think we saw what we needed to see last year uh, before he went out with his injury. And we can't deny the fact that he is an elite, elite dynamic playmaker. He can be a game changer on one play. Correct. Absolutely. We saw that in Dallas. Yes, we did. 
All right. Okay. Uh, before we get into the next round here, uh, I want to give a shout out to our friend Katie Klonowski. I'm talking about moving and I'm talking about my condo and I will just reiterate this. If you don't have somebody that knows what they're doing and can walk you through the process of buying or selling a home, you are missing out. Katie can be that guiding light through a, a really difficult time. So give Katie a call. Uh, she's with Keller Williams there in Northeast Ohio. Best in the business. Go check out Katie Klonowski. Um, all right, Dustin, who's up? I think you're up. I am. Just a little, I don't know what to do. You've, you, you pulled off a, a skilled position there, so I'm kind of like, <laughs> go here. Now, of course, you have Baker Mayfield, so I'm a little, I'm a little torn on this one, but we know how this draft can end. So, with that said, I'm going to go with Hollywood Higgins. I'm going to go with Richard Higgins here. Uh, he's been in the offense. This will be, I believe, going into year three. Is that right, Allie? Uh, he's been in the system uh, with Baker and some of these other guys going into year three. I'm going to take him. I like him. He's one of those guys they kind of rely on uh, to kind of, you know, in a pressure situation. So I'm going to go with Hollywood Higgins here. Oh. I don't I, I don't think it's crazy to, to acknowledge uh, just the chemistry that he has with Baker Mayfield. He's been his deep threat or his reliable target, not so much his deep threat, but, um, you know, he even stepped up in so many ways, especially in the games that matter. We talked about that oh. Kansas City game. Aside from that just gut-wrenching play that took place, he was the one that was willing to make the play in the first place. He was the right. one that was willing to dive in head first, football first, to make that what would have been game-saving and game-changing play. So it's not you, – you can't deny the chemistry that he has with Baker Mayfield. Um, I'm excited to see what kind of role he plays in this offense this season, uh, especially with a healthy Baker coming back, and especially with an Anthony Schwartz, and especially with what uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones was able, able to accomplish last season. All right. Is it my turn? It is your turn. You're on the board. Okay. All right. So, hmm. <laughs> actually, I don't even know why I'm thinking about this one. This was very easy for me. Uh, I'm going to take Kareem Hunt here. Um, I've got Baker, Jack Conklin, Jed Wills, Joel Petonio, Oda Beckham Jr. And I need to establish my run game. Uh, we talk about Kareem Hunt versus Nick Chubb. Uh, and really, they're two totally different backs. We know this. Nick Chubbs are just overall pure runner. But don't forget, in 2017, Kareem Hunt uh, was the rushing leader uh, or won the rushing title. So Kareem Hunt is an elite, elite running back. He's elusive. He's electric. And he can catch the ball out of the backfield. So if you in this in this offense that I have, if you need to line him up in this slot, you absolutely can do so. So I'm going to take Kareem Hunt here. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Well, to your point, he'd be a starter on a lot of other football teams. On I mean, all, almost all other football yes, teams. Correct. All right. I'm up, right? You're up. up. All right. So this seems like a pretty easy one for me. Um, I expect kind of a bounce back year. I'm going with Hooper tight end. So um, obviously in the Kevin Stefanski offense, be it Case Keenum, be it Baker Mayfield, the tight end is a very important position. And with that, I'm taking Hooper at tight end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think if we base this off of how they were last year, 
Uh, I think Austin Hooper was easily the best tight end on the roster. Now it's kind of a weird year for David Njoku coming off that weird trade request situation. Harrison Bryant stepping up into his rookie season, made some great plays with some fumbles down the stretch. Um, Austin Hooper, while he didn't get as many targets as I anticipated him to have, this or this past season I think this season he's at tight end university now he's down in, in Austin with Baker Mayfield um, they're going to establish yep. that chemistry they're great friends I do think that this is going to be a very very big year for Austin Cooper and I'm really excited to watch him um, I like that I think this is an appropriate time for Austin Hooper to go off the board with that I'm also going to take a tight end in David Njoku um, I think like we just mentioned with David Njoku, weird year last year, weird year, some ups and downs, some hiccups, some injuries, but I think going into the season, he's already come out. He said, I'm all in. I am all in. Um, he's got a lot to prove, but I think he is the most athletic tight end on the roster. Uh, we talk about how different him and Austin Hooper are, but they're so complimentary in so many ways. For example, mm -hmm. Austin Hooper can be that downfield or uh, he can be that that seam kind of guy, he can block well, he can kind of do it all. He's your stereotypical tight end. David Njoku has worked on his ball catching ability. He's worked on his blocking ability, but he's also a big bodied wide receiver that can just simply go down the field and catch a football. We've seen it a million times. So I'm taking Chief here. Um, I like Baker throwing to David Njoku. Um, I like this one. I do. That's a good one. Well, and you need one. <laughs> yeah. Pick. yeah. All, all right, right, Dustin, what do you got? What do you got? Um, I'm kind of looking at what I got here and, you know, I'm going to go, I got to, you know, I got to compliment the other side of the offense because I got Landry um, mm -hmm. speed. You got OBJ. I'm going to go Donovan people Jones here. I'm expecting big things in second year out of the rookie. Um, I mean, we saw some games last year where he had some big plays. I, I saw a tape two of the top 25s in the NFL games last year at plays involved Donovan people Jones you know, making some crazy plays at that Cincinnati game. So I'm going to go Donovan Peoples-Jones. I'm expecting big things out of him in year two, and that's going to compliment me on the other side with Landry. Yeah, this is where it gets weird. This is where it gets weird. Because, you know, as we go through our last three, four, five picks here, you need to start thinking, okay, how can I mess the other person up? <laughs> but how can I also ensure that I'm, I am optimizing my roster, but having depth here. So right. reminder, the whole point of this is to run out the best possible roster. So I, I'm really intrigued, Dustin, that you have three wide receivers on your roster. Well, including tight end, you mean, right? Yeah, yeah. No, three receivers. DPJ, Hollywood, Higgins, and Jarvis. Oh, correct. Yes, I do have three yeah. so together. Yep. Interesting. No, I, and I'm, I, I think that's just the way that we're both kind of strategi strategizing here is really interesting. Um, I, I think that's a, that's a unique move. Now, with DPJ, he's proved he can do it. I, I'm not shocked that you took him. I, I don't. I don't right. think that's the case at all. Uh, he, he's proved he can do it. He can do it. He will do it. And I'm excited to see the role he can play. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Um, real quick, everybody, I uh, just want to let you know, 4th of July just passed. Uh, and if you weren't having a cookout, a barbecue, what have you with your family and friends, and you didn't have stadium mustard on your lineup, on your roster, 
you were, you did the wrong thing. You had the wrong roster. So you need to rethink what you're doing. So make sure that you have that iconic Northeast Ohio brand stadium mustard in your cabinet, in your fridge, ready to go whenever, wherever. So you can put that on your five-star meats. Yes, you heard it. You need to get five-star meats. Also Northeast Ohio, Cleveland local company. So if you were looking for a place to get your hamburgers, hot dogs, beef, chicken, whatever, go to five-star meats. And as they say, <laughs> ain't no wiener like a five-star wiener. That's what five-star meat says. So you heard it here. Go check them out and make sure you put some stadium. Holly, real quick. I, are you ready for this stat that I heard for 4th of July? Yeah, let's hear it. Americans, are you ready? Americans uh -huh. consume on 4th of July 250 million hot dogs. There's only 330 million I people in the country, I believe. 250 on one day we consume of hot dogs. That's a lot of flipping hot dogs, Allie. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry, sorry, you could just hear that. I just opened up the wrong uh, thing on my computer. I uh, got some audio feedback going on in my my headphones. Um, so yeah, get your get your, yourself some stadium mustard and put that on your five-star wiener from uh, Five Star Meats. Um, okay, uh, I'm up, right? Yes, I'm up. Okay, so um, I'm going to take one step further, and I am going to completely, completely be done with my offensive line. Um, I'm, I'm going to take Nick Harris here. Um, I like Nick Harris in the sense of depth. Not a sexy pick here, but I need a center. I need a center. And I'm going to go with Nick Harris who I think has a lot of upside, a lot of potential. Uh, they drafted him last year. He was, he was, uh, uh, he, you know, he, he stepped in, I think, for a game at right guard. Had some challenges, um, but they drafted him to be a center, not a right guard. So I'm going to take him at center. I think if, if these two teams were to roll out, I'd feel comfortable with what he's able to produce. Okay. All right, you're up. So I was a little worried right there, Allie. I was a little worried. I thought you were going to just 86 me. I thought about it. So with my next pick, I am taking Case Keenum. Good call, because I was about to. This is a quarterback. Just a few years ago, before being on the Browns, took the Vikings to the NFC Championship game, understands Stefanski's offense, understands how important the tight end position is. I will... I will clearly say this with confidence on this podcast you're only as good as your backup quarterback in the national football league look at the saints look at some other teams last year when their starter went out and if they didn't have a competent good or better you know decent looking you know i would say above average starting backup quarterback they didn't have a good game like they just that was the season you know that was not good um i think case keenum can come in and compliment baker mayfield barring any kind of injury or if something happens. So I'm going with Case Keenum with this pick. Okay. Yeah, you're lucky. Um, I was getting <laughs> so ready to lucky. swing in there. <laughs> I was like, oh, please, please, please. And then I was like, whoo, she, she took a line. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about getting you there. Um, oh, that would have really messed up my roster because I would have had to been digging for that third string quarter. Uh -huh. Yeah, you would have had Kyle Laletta out there uh, running the show for you. That would have been fun. Um, this I'm going back and forth between two different players right now. Um, 
And I'm not quite sure. Actually, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. Um, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm between. I'm between three players. Do I want to go? Do I want to go fun? Do I want to go depth, or do I want to go practical? Um, and I think I'm going to take the fun route. Is what I'm going to do because right now, I only have one wide receiver on my roster. Um, but but I do have I do have Chief and I have Kareem Hunt who are in their positions, elite at their positions, but are also kind of wide receivers. Um, but I, I'm yeah, going to take, I'm, I'm going to take Anthony Schwartz here. Um, I know he's a rookie. I, knew it. I, knew it. I know he's a rookie and I know he's got a lot to prove. He had a lot of drops, but have we talked about his speed? Cause I think we have at nauseum and I'm not going to get into it, but world-class speed. So on my roster, if I can have chief kind of in the middle, Kareem Hunt, in the slot slash, slash backfield, and I could have uh, uh, Odell and Anthony Schwartz running wild down there, I'm certainly going to do that. So I'm going to take him here. Um, I'm not entirely sure what he brings to the table outside of his speed at this point in time. Right. However, for my roster and what I'm trying to construct here, I think he's a good fit. I'm going to take him. All right. That's a good, that's actually, that's actually a good pick. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, I need some I need some linemen. So with the next pick, if there's anything I need with a running back, I need somebody that's got some experience. I'm gonna go Chris Hubbard with my mm. Yeah, I had him on my list. I wanted I wanted to take him there. He was one of my three guys. I really wanted to just wreck you, Dustin, and take. You want to wreck? You want to wreck me? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, I wanted to take the tackles out of your out of your grip. Well, not so fast. <laughs> All right. So why Chris Hubbard here? Why? Why? In, uh, I mean, eight, no. Eight I guess. I guess my question yeah. is, why didn't he go sooner? I was because well, you know, this is kind of strategy. You know, I wanted to, you know. Offensive guys in there, and you took Baker, so that kind of threw me off. So I had to get some more skilled positions, obviously, right off the bat. That's why I went with Chubb, and I just kind of went with this guy later, I, just because he has the experience, and I wanted to kind of build up on my. Uh, again, like you said, this is kind of a. I took away a lot of your skilled players, you know, from the wide receiver kind of room and left you with one. So a little bit of a strategy here is why I took him a little late. Um, and by the way, I think I snuck by by you not. Taking Case Keenum. I feel like I've got a little bit of luck in this game so far. You didn't sneak that by me. That was my next pick. No, no, I'm saying I got lucky by picking him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. All right. Um, all right, before we before we uh, get into our, our next couple of rounds here. Uh, also, Cleveland Ketchup, if you haven't had that, um, a friend of the program, Corey, Corey Swinehart, if you're listening, uh, I saw your Instagram post. He put it out there that he was excited to try some Cleveland Ketchup. He got the whole pack and I commented on it and I said, best in the business because they are. He commented back a few days later and said, best ketchup I've ever tasted so you hear it here you've heard it here folks uh we're not just saying it it truly is the best in the business so please go get yourself some cleveland ketchup and it's in the same it's in the name it's cleveland ketchup how can you not like that well, it's, um, better than, it's better than heinz i mean we like heinz hey it's better than those big name uh brands so uh dustin with that uh i've got two more picks left 
And I'm looking at this thinking, all right, actually, I'm not going to give you any clues. Uh, I'm going to take Harrison Bryant here. I'm going to take Harrison Bryant. We talk about his rookie struggles with the fumbling, with his ball security. But when he flashed, he flashed hard. We saw a lot of potential with Harrison Bryant. He's, he's kind of just your overall stereotypical tight end. Now, what do we know about the tight end position? It's probably one of the hardest to play in the National Football League, especially yes. coming in as a rookie. So for him to flash like he did, that's just a lot of promise. I mean, take a look at Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Austin Hooper, some of these really good tight ends. They didn't quite get started in year one. It, it took a lot of time for them to grow into what they are. So for Harrison Bryant to flash very quickly like that, it does show a lot of potential. And in my offense, I can't speak for yours, Dustin. I am trying to shift it and shape it after the Kevin Stefanski, Gary Kubiak, Shanahan style of offense and establishing the mm -hmm. run and, and that marriage between the pass and the run. So I'm trying to do that. So we know that they like those heavy formations, the two tight end set. So I am going to have Chief and Harrison here uh, because I think that like David Njoku and Austin Hooper, David Njoku and Harrison Bryant also are very similar, but very different in a lot of ways. So I think they're going to complement each other very, very well in my roster. So I'm going to take Harrison Bryant here. Okay, I like that. That's a good move. And you need another skilled position. And by the way, you know, he was the best tight end in all of college football. He was. So I think that's actually a good one. So I think I need another tackle. And that's, I just, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know who to take. I mean, you got the best one with Conklin, obviously. The best two. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm just going to have to go with experience here, just in the position. I'm going to go and correct me. And Ellie, if I say this wrong, Greg Sennett, is that, or is it Sennett? Am I saying that correct? Okay. Interesting. You're going to take Greg Sennett. Yes. Yes. He's got four years in the league. Again, had more snaps. Again, I got to, I need stability on the offensive line. I need somebody that's – I'm just going with snap count at this point because, you know, the guy's been in there a while in the league. I'm going to go with him. He's big. He's 6'6", 305 as well. He's a big boy. Uh, I'm going to go with that with my pick. You know, Dustin, I was really between taking a tackle or Harrison Bryant, and um, I actually wasn't going to take Greg Sonat. Uh, just a, a disclaimer, I was not going to take him here, but this other player fell to me, and this is my last selection, and I, I feel very comfortable in my offensive line. I've got Nick Harris, I have um, Jack Conklin, Jed Wills, Joel Petonio. Um, uh, I was going to take this player. Now I'm, now I'm questioning whether or not I want to do that. Uh, and now I'm, I'm really between if I want to take another lineman or if I want to take a fun player. Um, no, I need to take a lineman here. Uh, I need a right guard. Um, I'm going to take a guy named Blake. Give me Blake Hance. Um, oh, a guy named Blake. Look I'm going to take a guy named Blake. I am. Um, it was really uh, between him and Drew Forbes here who opted out last season. But we know that Blake Hant stepped in in a very, very big way. And you talk about snap count and you talk about their ability to just step in and do the job. I'm going to take Blake Hantz here. Uh, that's going to complete my roster. And that 
for me, is going to complete my offensive line. I, I think that completely solidifies it. I feel very confident in what I'm rolling out here. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I have the last pick, correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. So it's funny. We were on the same page there. I am going to go with Drew Forbes, big dude, 6'5", 308. Um, I need some big meat in the, you know, on that line so we can get some rain lanes for Nick Chubb. So I'm going with Drew Forbes for my final. I think that's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. That's my final. Um, oh. I'm missing one for you, Dustin. I'm missing a player. So do you have yours written down? I can tell you who I've taken. Drew Forbes. All right. Tell, yeah. Tell me who you have. I've taken, I've taken Drew Forbes, mm -hmm. Wyatt Teller, mm -hmm. Greg Snot. Yep. Um, JC Treader, Hooper, Landry, uh, Donovan People Jones. Hollywood, Case Keenum. What does that give you? Who are we missing? That's what I have too. I think for whatever reason, are we missing? Are you missing a player? Did, did I take I Chris have, Hubbard? I have eleven. Oh, you that's that's Chris, who it. That's that's who it is. Chris Hubbard. Is that you? That's who I was missing. Yep. All right. Then yep. you're good. All right. So I'll read these off. My roster consists of Baker Mayfield. Jack Conklin, Jedrick Wills, Joel Petonio, Odell Beckham Jr., Kareem Hunt, David Njoku, Nick Harris, Anthony Schwartz, uh, Harrison Bryant, and a guy named Blake. Yours, Dustin, in this order, Nick Chubb, Wyatt Teller, Jarvis Landry, J.C. Treader, Hollywood Higgins, Austin Hooper, DPJ, Case Keenum, Chris Hubbard, Greg Sinat, and Drew Forbes. All right. I like it. I think All I, right. I think I can go to the playoffs with that roster. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna list this out, listeners. We're gonna we're gonna list it out on our on our Facebook and Twitter pages, and I'll, uh, it'll be a poll. You can go on vote for who you think has the best roster. Uh, next week we will do a full dive on the defense. We're gonna do the exact same thing. Um, so so Dustin, since I picked first this week, you will have that number one overall selection. Uh, be shocked to see who you pick number one overall. Um, let's just put it in pen right now. Let's just write it down. Uh, so we'll do the same thing next week as we roll out our rosters. And then once we have the complete rosters, you can vote on it once more. Uh, the most, and yeah, yeah. The most complete and whoever, who, thus we'll have a little competition between ourselves. Whoever has the most votes wins. And I feel confident myself and my roster. So Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I picked up on this. Holly likes to stick it to me. It's like to just yeah, I do. It. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's true. I do. Uh, Dustin, why don't you tell our listeners about what uh, what they need to be listening for and how they can become a winner, winner, chicken dinner? Well, as you all know, there is out there still, and we will give that away at the end of the week, a full size Eclipse Kareem Hunt autographed helmet. It is badass. That's a, just a cool helmet. Um, we've been getting a lot of action on there. And as you know, you have to um, follow our friends over at one-on-one -on -one sports memorabilia, like us, follow us, comment, get all that in there. Um, and we will pick a winner this weekend. We're excited. I know Allie was pretty excited about that prize. Um, that's a big one. And I think we're excited. And then near the end of the show here, we have something else to surprise and tease you guys with. that will be coming up for a prize in the future. Um, that's really cool. 
That is really cool. That is really cool. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun to figure out who's going to be the winner, winner, chicken dinner of that, how you can be uh, the, the winner. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm sorry if you just heard that. Siri is talking to me. I'm on my like new computer. I don't know how to work things. So technology is not my friend today. Uh, Dustin, I want to run this one by it. Just kind of going around the league here. Interesting out of uh, New England. Not a ton to talk about in terms of the National Football League right now. It's the middle of July. Like there's not a lot going on. So right now this is headline news. Uh, Nikhil Harry uh, has requested a trade from the New England Patriots, which is really interesting because uh, mm, he was the second. Yeah, he was the second receiver picked in that uh, in that draft just behind Hollywood Brown. Um, so kind of an interesting trade there. Uh, we know anything. It is that New England, Bill Belichick hasn't been the best in drafting and developing wide receiver talent. Uh, what do you think? I mean, who, who do you think he could be a good fit for? I mean, at this point, uh, he hasn't proved a lot. And I think his agent came out and said, Nikhil understands that you have to have opportunity in order to be successful in the National Football League. And he hasn't been granted that that opportunity. Of course, Tom Brady, he's out of town. Uh, and then in comes Cam Newton. And then of course this year you have some question mark who's going to be the starter. So there is some, there, there are some question marks, but if you're Nikhil Harry, where are you looking to go to be a wide receiver one? Boy, uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Allie. you know, does he, is he really wanting to be a wide receiver one or does he want to go to a team where he could possibly win and be a complimentary to maybe another one or that two. Is that, is that even a possibility? Well, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know Nikhil Harry all that well. I, I really, I, I'm not going to act like I do. Um, but if I do know anything in, in the statement that his, um, his agent released is basically, we know Nikhil can be a number one downfield target. He's essentially unstoppable at the point of attack is the way that they, or in other words, said that. So I think for taking that verbiage, he's looking to be the guy. Um, but if you're asking me, what would I want to do? It'd be go go be on a contender and and uh, be a number one, number two, number three, whatever role I can play to help that team yeah. win. So a couple of teams. Um, so he's he's demanding a trade. Is that correct? Is, is he's requesting a trade. Okay. So obviously, this, so there is a little bit of you know where where does Bill Belichick and uh, Mr. Kraft want to put him where he's not going to be, yep. you, know, you know, you ship him out West, you know, a, a couple of things that make sense, you know, the NFC West, any of those teams could be a good fit. Um, even I think Arizona could be um, uh -huh. a good fit because, you know, because you think of the aging, you know, uh, Fitzgerald aging out, you know, with his career in the twilight of his career. AJ Green, Larry Fitzgerald, yeah. I would go there. So they have, of course, they have yeah. Andy Isabella in the speed, but have a downfield yeah. big time target. I would probably think Arizona would be number one. Yeah, I think Arizona makes sense. I think even the Rams make some sense, you know, um, or, you know, a team out there that where he can go and be highlighted. Um, I think you put him out west in the NFC, but I think Arizona Cardinals would probably be my number one team because they're right on the cusp of the playoffs and a player like that can make the difference getting you possibly in the playoffs minimum maybe a wild card but possibly one in the nfc west it's wide open this year i think yeah no i agree so this um on usa today they said arizona's number one number two uh potential ending spot would be washington football team that would be interesting they've got curtis samuel they've got terry yeah. mclaurin 
but to have that downfield big time target would be interesting. Uh, I think he could be that. Kansas City. And I'm not saying that because I, yeah, that's yeah. kind of my thinking. I, I just don't think they're going to do that AFC, AFC kind of trade. That's just not like them. Uh, San Francisco. They've got Debo. Yeah, they've got Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, uh, New Orleans, Atlanta. Hmm. Yeah, but he wants to win. I think, yeah, I think. That's why I, I don't know that. I don't know that though. I don't know that he wants oh, to win. Okay. okay. I mean, I, I'm well, assuming of, everybody wants to win, but. So speaking now, did you see any of the uh, come or the the commentary from the golf? Uh, yeah. Lake Tahoe. I find that a little interesting. You got Tom Brady out there. You got Aaron Rodgers playing some 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 golf. And you, they're just, it seems like Aaron's kind of toying with people a little bit. I don't know. I mean, the fact. A little that, bit. Well, well, here's the one thing we did learn on last Friday. He, you know, there was that hard deadline on Friday that if he was going to opt out of the 2021 season, he had to do it by Friday at a certain time. That has come and passed. So that ship has sailed. So he has to play this season or he loses all that money. So it's just interesting that he's just kind of, you know, you had Charles Barkley and these guys like in his ear talking to him while he's out there on the golf cart. Like, Hey, you can tell me where you, what you want to do, Aaron. I, we've been friends and it's just, I don't, I, I don't understand it. It's like, he's enjoying it a little bit. He's enjoying it. It seems like he's, you know, it's just like, and you know what I think he knows? I think he knows he has all the keys. Like yeah. he has the, he has the keys and he gets to decide what he wants to do. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would too. It'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, I like messing with you, Dustin. Let alone messing with the whole yeah. world. It'd be a lot of. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, I don't hey, know. Just, yeah. Well, well uh, you hey, know, I'll just throw this out to you. Do you think he comes back to to the Packers this season? No, no, I don't. No, I don't. Really? No. I, mm -hmm. I don't. I, I, don't I think. think yeah, so, so I think the opposite. I think um, the fact that. They're looking at, you know, remind me the wide receiver's name right now that they're trying to do a long-term deal on. Uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah. When I see things like that, like that's like making Aaron Rodgers happy. You're keeping my guy here. I do think he comes back. So this will be interesting to see how you think this plays out. But I think he's just, here's the thing. He's, he's proven everything, Allie. I don't, I think he shows up when he has to show up basically without getting in trouble with the NFL. Oh, he like, hasn't yet, keeping in mind. Right. But, okay, here's the thing, though. Let's say that the Packers keep him, okay, which would be the right thing to do, you know, the Packers, right? right? Like, he's just taking you to the NFC Championship game two no. years in a row. Like, <laughs> don't I, – look, by me saying I don't think he's going to be a Packer in 2021 does not mean that I think that's the right thing to do on behalf sure. of the organization. I think that's just completely asinine. And I think he's one of the most talented quarterbacks that I've ever seen play, play the game. But if we've seen anything with guys like Aaron Rodgers, um, with even with Tom Brady's departure, guys of that stature, they, they have that power that comes with them. And the NFL recognizes how much money they could make off of something like that. Um, I don't know why I think this, but I can just picture Aaron Rodgers 
in a Broncos uniform. Oh. I know. I, I don't want that, but I can see it. Well, here's the truth. With Peyton Manning going there, it's already been proven that a veteran great quarterback can go there and be complimented and be given things to win us. Well, Dustin, not just that. Let's take a look at right here, right now. Noah Fant. Um, they, you know, they, they, they've got um, uh, Cortland Sutton. They've got Jerry Judy. They've got a lot of young pieces. And oh, by the way, they've got a lot of defensive pieces too. Oh, they go out, they get Patrick, Sir, yeah. Patrick Sertan. Um, they've got Von Miller. They've got Bradley Chubb. Uh, they, they've got those pieces. They're a quarterback away from being the guy, the, the team. If, if they land Aaron Rodgers right here, right now, they go from a pretty they're, solid football team to a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, they're 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 knocking on the Chiefs' door with a point. Super Bowl. Uh, no, I won't say that with a high level coach in Fangio. Yeah, I agree. No, I I, I have to agree that that seems like a likely landing spot. Um, he's used to cold weather, right? It wouldn't be anything different than Lambeau. Now, personally, Allie, from my own uh, likeness. Yeah, that makes that game on Christmas Day against the Browns at Lambeau a little easier to win <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers is not there. But, uh, yeah, I just – I don't know. I just have this feeling he, he comes back for one year and then he leaves. That's just my gut. I think that it's just too far down the road at this point with other teams kind of doing what they're doing. That's just my gut. But I could see him leaving after this season, after the 20 Where would you season. Where would you like to see him go? Oh, I think Denver, that's where I think a lot of people have talked about. No, 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 no. I, I said, where would you like to see him go? <laughs> oh, where would I like him to go? Well, not in the AFC. I'd no. love for him to stay in the NFC. Yeah, I'd love for him to stay in the NFC. But, uh, boy, if I could have – where could he go and win a Super Bowl? Because, I mean, you got to appreciate the guy. He's a, a talent. You know, the guy is a great talent. Where could he go that he could go – Prior to the draft, prior to the draft, I'd tell you 49ers all day. Really? Yeah, you got Brandon IU. Oh, yeah, prior to the draft. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Where would you put them? How about the Saints? Yeah, Saints make a lot of sense. I mean, they got a pretty good roster, too. I mean, he could, and, you know, playing in a dome. Might be mm-hmm. to his advantage as that for arm strength as you get older. Um, boy, where else could you put? Saints, um, Raiders. <laughs> you know, Here, I have a dark horse. I have a dark horse for you. The Dolphins. Yeah, I don't see him going to the Dolphins, but I mean, he could. I mean, him and Tom Brady could, you know, hang out and hang out in Florida, you know, and do their thing. But no, I think, uh, I didn't even think about the Raiders, but the Raiders make a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense to me, the Raiders. It's, you know, it's warm, you know, it's nice. He's close to LA. He can go host Jeopardy whenever the heck he wants. I kind of, I seriously, I kind of like your, your Raider pick actually isn't that far off where he could actually go. I, I think the Raiders would be, yeah, that's actually probably a pretty good landing spot, actually, the Raiders. Henry Ruggs, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller. Yep. Or is that right? Not Darren Waller. Um, um, but a brand, brand new stadium to play in, you know. 
yeah i mean it's got it's it's the new sexy i mean he could yeah. totally hmm. would he hmm. win a super bowl year one maybe not maybe take him a couple years but uh yeah Darren Waller. that's right there'd be, a, um, there'd be a bidding there'd be a bidding war between the raiders and denver that'd be fun to watch it, yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know it's gonna be fun it's just weird like right now there's just not a lot going on which is just kind of a boring time for us browns fans us football fans but uh we're just a month out we're just really not a month out but a month out from some of the juice a month out from some more stuff to talk about and and right now i think it's just it's silly season it's fun to talk it's fun to dissect this stuff and fun to do our own little drafts this is just uh this is always a good time for us and we're about a month out from us being in cleveland literally about a month out from back in cleveland with us should it be time to tell our audience what surprise thing that we have from one of our not good friends but great friends of the program I think uh, that it he is. sent for like we were like you really okay we're in <laughs> let's do this yeah so let's hear it as you've seen one of our great friends Porter Gustin has been on our show a few times great friend of the program uh, we love having him come on but he shipped to us guys and we will come up with a contest in the near future but we just wanted to tease you guys. Look at this. This is a game-worn cleat from Porter Gusson, 2019-2020 season. Let me say that again. This was played in Browns games from Porter Gusson, signed on it. Look at that. It says, go Browns, 94. It's all over it. This is a one-of-one, one, guys. <laughs> so we will announce in the future how to win this. But this was so cool. So, Porter, thank you for sending this to us. We love you. We love all that you do on the Browns. And there will be something in the future that will announce this. But I just want to give you guys a sneak peek. Get you excited. Game-worn cleats. Damn right. You heard it here. That's where you can get that. Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, lots of fun stuff coming in the future. So please stick around to learn how you can be the winner of those items. Uh, Dustin, did I lose you? Did I lose you? Uh-oh, looks like, I don't know if you guys can still hear me. I'm going to wrap up the show if that is the case. Uh, not sure what's going on. I'm going to blame it on my internet. I'm going to blame it on technology. Uh, so please forgive us if you cannot hear Dustin or if you can't hear me. I'm just going to talk like you can hear me. So uh, guys, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening. We want to thank all of our sponsors. Um, please go check them out. They are truly the best in the business. <laughs> Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, this for my dogs from the east to the west side. Rocket brown and orange with me, baby. Let's ride. Represent the land. Let them know. Tell them, here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah.